Well, hey, y'all, it's Brian. And today on Happy Daily, we have Serial Part 6. But I want to remind y'all that I do some complaints. I got to change it up a little bit and make it a little less extreme because I heard that some people might have got a little too scared before. So let's go ahead and go to Serial Part 6 with murder in his eyes. Frankie, the cousin of Cheshire Vinoy, stood there in the vestibule of the church, staring his cousin down. Frankie was supposed to have been long dead, died in an accident because of his consumption by the drugs, but he was still alive. And he was in possession somehow of the lawn chairs that were long stolen many years ago. But they're still there in his possession. Instinctively, Cheshire went for the sword that he had hidden within his clothes. It was a katana that was passed down to him by his sensei many years ago. And for the first time in many years, Cheshire heard the voice of his cousin. No, no, cousin. You know the rules. Not on holy ground. Cheshire stopped short, realizing where they were, and he put the sword back into his clothes. How is it that you're still alive, Cheshire asked. And why are you out for me? I'm your cousin. I'm your own blood. I loved you. Yes, I am your cousin, Frankie. But the man you knew was long dead. I have a greater purpose now. If Cheshire could hear something other than the voice of his cousin, he would hear that the church had dismissed, and people were starting to make their way toward the vestibule. If you want to step off of holy ground, said Cheshire, I'll give you a new purpose, and I'll make sure that you are truly, truly dead. A grin appeared on Frankie's face. I am a darned soul. And there's nothing more that you could do to me, Cousin Cheshire, that would make me any more darned than I already am. Once this is all said and done, you'll regret ever crossing me. But I never crossed you, Cheshire responded. By this point, people had already made their way to the vestibule and were crossing Frankie and Cheshire's path to get out of the church so they could go watch the NASCAR race because it was the chase and They were hoping that their respective favorite race car driver could possibly win the race today so that they could have bragging rights tomorrow at the factory at which they work. No, cousin, Frankie said. You haven't crossed me. Not yet. Cheshire blinked and Frankie was gone. But in the distance he heard, another time, Vinoy. With the racing of his heart and the confusion in his head, Cheshire made his way to the church cemetery to go to his cousin's grave. Frankie Miller, it said, born 1973 and died and died. There was no death date. Cheshire remembered that there was no death date on the tombstone. Frankie's wife had died a few years before during childbirth. And they had a shared plot here in the cemetery and a shared tombstone. Together forever, the tombstone read, forever in heaven. Cheshire had heard that there was never a death date put on the tombstone, but he had long forgot. His thought was that the little old man that had originally carved this tombstone had himself died a few years back, and 
they never found somebody to go in and put the death date on. Things like that happens from time to time. But how ironic that it was that it happened here. Strange, isn't it? Cheshire heard. He turned around. It was his sensei. Master Huang. The odd thing is, is Master Huang himself had died sometime in the early 2000s. How is it that he was here alive? That's actually what Cheshire said, was how is it that you're here alive? Master Huang said, sometimes there's more to living and dead than just having a body to hold your soul in. I walk that line between here and there, never and forever. In Cheshire, your cousin Frankie does too. But for him, it's unnatural. He should not be here. Something terrible has happened. And you are right stuck right in the middle of it. What do you mean he shouldn't be here? Cheshire asked. And how is it that you're here? Cheshire, I'm always with you, Master Huang said. Whenever you need me, I'll be there. But Frankie, Frankie's here by unnatural means. And I can't explain it at all. Master Huang disappeared. Cheshire just stood there for a few minutes trying to reflect on what just happened and tried to determine whether it was real or if it was fiction or if it somehow was both. He drove home thinking about it, trying to wrap his head around it. Cheshire made the drive like he always did. Made a left there on Fishing Creek Road and a right there on another road. And After a few minutes, Cheshire arrived where his trailer should be. But it weren't there. Instead, there was an old oak tree that had long since died and was just rotten from the inside out. And there was a barn, barn that had not been used in many, many years. Cheshire's trailer was on his daddy's land, and his daddy, Major Vinoy, left him this little plot upon his death. That barn and that oak tree was on Major's land, right on the plot of land where Cheshire would later build his trailer. It's like Cheshire had stepped somehow back in time many years. Confused and wondering where he was, Cheshire heard a voice, but he couldn't make it out. He shook his head and he heard it again. Son, is that you? Cheshire turned around, and it was his daddy, Major Vinoy, standing there right in front of him like he were still alive today. Somehow Cheshire had found himself thrown back into time. We'll see you next week for Serial Part 7.